Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Pump Up The Jam podcast. My name's Jess. And I'm Sam. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Hi if you're new. Hello. Hi, hola. Hola. Um, how's your month been? That was the poshest hola I've ever done. Uh, hola. So, how's your month been? It's been alright, yeah. I'm just very tired. Very tired. You need some Red Bull in your life. I did a day at work this week. Oh, you did? I forgot about that. Bit. How was that? It was nice. It was nice to be back. Yeah. To go and see the gang and spend the day there. Yeah, it was nice. Did you miss Noah though? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I should I should be with him. Well, it would have been alright to take him, I think. He would have been no. How about you? How was your month? Well, I got my first tattoo the other day. Yeah. Crazy. That happened. That happened. First one done. So now it's I'm thinking nice. about my next one. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Didn't hurt as much as everybody goes on about, but I guess it's about the placement but that's exciting that's finally happened and it looks cool yeah we should put a picture of it on the instagram mm-hmm. but i got a bumblebee above like on the back of my arm above my elbow it's pretty hard to de- describe i don't know no, yeah that's the best way to talk, to talk about it's just it? like above my elbow on, your arm, on the back above, of my arm yeah so maybe that's why it didn't hurt because it's quite Meaty. <laughs> but yeah, apart from that, I feel like there's a, been a lot of music coming out. It's like it's been crazy. The first month. two months were like dry, right. and then all of a sudden, everyone's like, "Here we go." Maybe we're we back should have a two-month break from the <laughs> podcast, and then just do it starting March. <laughs> but no, apart from that, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I just can't believe it's March already. Cray, cray, cray. Warmer weather is on its way. Woo! Fingers crossed. Hopefully, because it rank out there. It's really cold today. Yeah. We had two luxury days where it felt like it was getting, you know... Oh, it was lovely, wasn't it? Towards we, the summer. Me and Evie walked to school every day last week, yeah, like from nice. our house to the station. She rode her bike, but that was on the day it turned. It was a oh. bad, bad day, bad choice of day for her to ride her bike. Sorry about my son. So this month we're going to do all the, all the usual, the usual stuff. We'll look at albums and singles that we've listened to. In the last month in light, or not, as the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, our record of the month. We've got our news. And then the theme for this month's episode is music from movies. In, yes. in um, what's the word that I'm looking for? In honour of the Oscars. Because that has just for. happened. That's, that's just, just happened, yeah. And obviously there was a lot of talk about one particular film that had a lot to do with music, so... Mm. Yeah, we shall be talking music in film. Yes, which I quite like, because I think we've said it before, where we've talked about a couple of songs, or I think we've spoken, what was it? About Star Trek or something, you talked about a song from there. Oh yeah, I've, I've but mentioned we won't, that one. We won't, we'll talk about that later, but yeah, yeah we've done it in we the past. We often talk about films. We love films, mm. we said that, I think in the first episode, we were like, sorry, we, we quote a lot, but yeah. we, we love films, music, sorted. So yeah, I'm very excited for this month's Me theme. Too. So, what have you been listening to? So, Ariana Grande. That just happened. New album. Did you released. know that was happening? Yeah. Did anyone know? I, did, yeah. I, I was like, oh, where's this come from? Yeah, no, she oh, okay. just not up with the Ariana with goss. Yeah, she said, um, I think when she released Thank You Next, that um, she was releasing an album. Um, it is 41 minutes, 12 songs. What I did notice, looking on Spotify, what I ripped uh, Bring Me The Horizon for last episode mm. with the lowercase situation. Yes. So, yeah. Does that upset you? 
it just I don't understand why. But then I've noticed that they, there's there's a bit of a trend at the moment. It's either lowercase or all capitals. caps. And I hate caps. <laughs> I hate all caps. I love I like capitals. People are shouting at me. I love it. Like when someone Exclamation sends you an email, marks. loves it. Someone sends you an email and they've written the subject heading all in capitals. Oh yeah, that upsets me. That's not that is aggressive. <laughs> You're aggressive. Calm down. It I don't makes like me it. not want to read the email. Or Why? even worse, when they write everything in capitals, they tell you like literally that is the email. They don't write anything in the body. Just like please oh, call me now. Oh, I hate it when people do that. I'm like, no, just write in the email. Why are yeah. you just doing Hi, it? No, hello. <laughs> That upsets me. Call me now, exclamation mark. I don't know about All caps, just in the subject. But then... Those are the kind of people that I don't need in my life. I use a lot of exclamation marks. I do. And some people don't like that. exclamation mark. Some people don't like that. I really have to think about it. Dad says it comes across quite aggressive. And I'm like, no, I'm just really excited (laughs) all the time about everything. I got pulled up on my use of exclamation marks before. Oh, did you? Yeah. What did they say? Just, oh, I've got too many. There's too many exclamation marks. And I was, I said, I was just, I'm just excited about what I'm writing about. Just happy and excited, all right? But, yeah, apart from that, I, the first day, I actually listened to it three times. Well, Amy has had Noah in her bedroom and singing it to him. Mm. She loves it. Noah, are you a fan? She loves, he loves Ariana. You do, don't you? You love her. But the song that was number one was Thank You Next. Exactly, so it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. And why wouldn't you? Well, it's I... a catchy song, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I um, think I actually prefer this album to The Sweetener. I prefer it to Sweetener. Um, just a lot of emotions going around, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know if people expected it to be like a breakup album in a way. Yeah. But it was and it wasn't. I think she kind of is talking about Mac Miller stuff. She's talking about her emotions. She talks about Pete. Well, I don't know. There's ghosting. just certain energy. Boasting. Ghosting. That made me that so was a sad. Really sad song. It feels very. It feels like a a song to Mac Miller. I think it is. And it's it's also really sad. Like she's trying to move on with her life, but she's explaining that she'll always love him. And she well, needs... Yeah, I think it's... That's what it felt like to me. I think people, when they uh, the track like names were released, people saw ghosting. And I think someone tweeted like, oh God, she's proper like on this whole breakup stuff. And actually, when you listen to it, yeah, you're like, that's not what... It's no. not the stereotypical ghosting. It's actually like... Yeah. She's talking about Mac Miller. And it just, it really upset me the first time I listened to it. I was like, I had to stop what I was doing. And I was like, oh no, that's really sad. But you know, I'm glad that she didn't go on like a hate Pete Davidson, Mm. you know. Um, But no, I really enjoyed it. Um, It was weird because I listened to the album and then me and the boy were in the car listening to a bit of Wu-Tang and then all of a sudden the song Tears came on mm. the sample in that song is the same as um, the sample in Fake Smile Ariana yes. Grande so I was like I was like I thought we were listening to Wu-Tang because obviously that was all I was listening to at that time so the, when that sample started playing I was like what? hang on a second and then realised I was like oh okay it's that's pretty same. cool the only thing I will say with that though is I really like the use of samples like that 
But then it's sort of when the actual song kicks in, I don't really like the transition. Yeah. I just kind of wanted the sample to carry on. But then when it kind of kicks into the pre-chorus, it mm. goes back into the sample and I quite like the sound of that. Yeah. It's the first, like, verse. I'm a little through. bit like, oh, yeah. But yeah, my favourites, Imagine. I really like makeup. Yeah. Um, and then break up with your girlfriend on board, which I know I you just bitch. I know <laughs> You're I don't like the message behind the song, but like it's kind of trappy. And you know I'm not a massive fan of trap music, but I quite like it. So I liked well firstly, can we talk about their NASA song? Yeah. And the fact that she had a full-on, like, Twitter discussion with, with NASA. NASA. That was yeah. awesome. I enjoyed that. Yeah. So they, they wrote, we saw NASA trending, thought it was about one of our new discoveries, but realised you might need some space. And then they tweeted the lyrics. It's like you're the universe and we're NASA. Exactly. <laughs> Which I thought was brilliant. I really like that. Um, I thought it was really cool. I'd love to be in a tweet conversation with NASA. No, I'm not. Well, I know. Awesome. It's just funny that they were like, oh my God, we're trending. We're trending. We're, we're trending. trending. No. Oh, no. It's Ariana Grande. <laughs> um, but I liked Bloodline. Yep. Fake Smile and Makeup. Mm-hmm. I like makeup. They were my face. It's a bit of a sassy song. I like it. I like the different sass. use of makeup and makeup. makeup. Oh. Yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was a good album. It, it was. wasn't too long, so yeah. yeah. 41 minutes. Nice. I like the direction she's going. Obviously, I don't want her to continue to be sad. But, you know, I quite like the rawness, I guess, of some of the songs. And it Not in the sense of, of production, but like, you know. Emotion. Yeah. The, the lyrics and, yeah. yeah. The meaning behind the stuff. Yeah, yeah. it was good. I liked I it. I liked it. Well done. Yeah. I approve. Well done, I approve. We approve of this. Okay, what's your first one? Um, I'm going to talk about Drake, So Far Gone, which is actually a re-release, but oh. I'm going with it. And so it's a mixtape from 2009, yeah. and he re-released it for okay. streaming. Oh, okay, so it wasn't... later. Drake wasn't a thing for me in 2009, mm. so I didn't know about this mixtape. It wasn't... I was actually kind of was new to you. So it was new to me. Mm. Um, but there were some songs on there that I obviously do know. Because he's put them on albums since. Oh, okay. Um, in 2009, and and a few years later, like, he was quite hyped up by people. And it was by people that I wouldn't really consider fans of hip-hop, if you see what I mean. Okay. Like, everyone was jumping on the Drake Oh, yeah, it kind of, like, mainstream. And it put me off, so I just didn't... I just never listened to him. And a bit mainstream. Yeah, so the album is just... Typical what you would expect from Drake being there was his first album. Mm-hmm. Um, the songs that I liked on it were Little Bit, which features Likely. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say it. Best I Have Ever... Best I Have... Best I Ever Had, which I really love. I love that song. I think I know that one. And Unstoppable, which uh, features Santa Gold and Lil Wayne. Mm. There's a lot of Lil Wayne on it, you, as you'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah, did um does he sound like much different in the ten years? Do no. you think? No, he sounds exactly the same. Uh, well, he kind of pioneered that singy thing, mm. didn't he? And I think that album's a bit slower. It's or mixtape, should I say? It, it's quite slow. It's mm. quite like Ian doesn't like it. Oh really? No, he doesn't like it. 
and I think it is because it's quite slow. Oh. Ian said it's boring. I don't. I don't think it's How, boring. In which way is it slow though? You no. Know, um, if you've listened to the album, take care. Like it's uh, just, I listen to bits of it. It's quite. He kind of raps and sings, but it's all all of it slow. The tempo's slow. The music's mm. slow. He's talking about romant romanticizing. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it, it is just really slow. It's not what you'd expect from a hip hop album. I don't think it's not like in your face. No. Get your like. I think unless you're into that kind of thing. But that's what I kind of, and this might be controversial. That's what I sort of thought Drake was most known for doing songs like that, though. Yeah, I think he likes the punchy ones. What's that one? Something with coming home or whatever it is. Hold on, we're coming home. Yeah, yeah. Thought that was his kind of. That's his style. Yeah, yeah. And even on his latest album, that one with Michael Jackson on it, that's slow. Yeah, but his later albums are not all... No, 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 I get you. Yeah, whereas this whole album is quite slow. Yeah, it's all the same kind I of vibe. I like it. I like it. And then we'll have songs. Yeah. Just a sh- quick shout out to Drake, being that... As always, he's super to fan. I do speak, speak about him most months, don't I? My next one. Uh, last month, I one of my faves was an Avril Lavigne song. So yeah, I thought. I you know, she's releasing the album. I'll give it a go. So the album is called Head Above Water. Um, again, it's 41 minutes, 12 mm. songs. Mm. Weird, I know. So exactly the same length um, and same amount of songs as Ariana's album. Um, it's very stripped back. Again, like, I guess the lyrics and the content of what she's, like, singing about is very, like, sad... Because I guess she's gone through a lot of stuff in her life mm. within the last few years. Um, and there's kind of hints of, like, old Avril. But it's just not enough for me, you know? It's a bit too mainstream. But, yeah, it was kind of weird hearing how, like, her voice has improved so much. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because her vocals have, like, improved so much. So it's kind of weird hearing, like, hints of, like, old Avril, like, her first sort of album. But obviously her singing voice being so much better. But Dumb Blonde, how awful is that song? I don't like it. I, I actually have, hate it. I haven't it. listened to the album based on the fact that I just like It that doesn't, that's so the only song that sounds like that, though. The rest of it is very, like, stripped back, piano, you know, singy, and then all of a sudden Dumb Blonde in the middle. Where it sounds like um I think she's it? done that more for this kind of the new generation. What, like as in every generation needs a girlfriend song? Hey, mm. hey, you, you. It's kinda of reminds me of that. It's gimmicky. Yeah. And I don't like it. And I don't understand why Nicki Minaj decided to feature on it. Well, she got paid. God's sake. It's not for musical integrity, is it? No, not really, but I guess so. Unless she's just trying to pop up and appear on everything. Oh, well, she does. To beat Cardi B. Gargling. Right, gargling. (laughs) (laughs) Are you gargly B? Yeah. You're not Noah B. (laughs) Gargly B. Um, But, I mean, I think it's an average album. You know listen to it again (laughs) probably not like there's a couple of songs so tell me it's over which is the one that i spoke about last month yeah and then crush 
But again, it's kind of got the same vibe as Tell Me It's Over. Mm. It's sort of like an older vibe. I don't know how to describe it, but the rest of it is just a bit mm, naff for me. But I wouldn't say like it's an awful album. It's just not me. It's just not for you. I've grown out of Avril Lavigne. I know. Oh, sad times. Since I found out, you know, my whole childhood was a lie. (laughs) It was an act. It was an act. It was an act. But no, I don't. As I said, I don't think it was an awful album. It's just very like slow and sad and. I don't know. I think you've got to be in that kind of mood to listen to that. Yeah. But I will, as Teenage I said... Angst mood. Yeah. As I and said... I'm past that. I'm way past it. But yeah, as I said, like, her singing ability has definitely improved since, you know, her first couple of albums. So, yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Okay. Maybe listen to it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> in, in summary, maybe listen. That's a no. You're never going <laughs> to never listen to it. I'm never going to listen to it. Sorry. I was talking about our dear listener. Oh, maybe yeah. listen to it. In summary, I mean, maybe have a listen. If you're bored. And you've got feel... no other music to listen to this month when there's been a lot of music. When it's like miserable outside like today, you can chill, listen to Avril Lavigne. To be fair, walking um, to the station, I did put on a bit of old Avril. I love old Avril. Anything but album. ordinary. Oh, I like the two. Oh, no, no. First I like two that albums. One album, the first one. Um, yeah, so my next one is Gigs. A big bad. Oh, I did see this. Did you see it? <laughs> so it's one hour, nine minutes. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, he promoted the album using an AR wall. So there was a muriel, mm. a wall muriel in Shoreditch. Yeah. With a QR code, and it linked to an app. And... Basically, it promoted his new oh, album. Oh wow, so that's pretty cool. cool. So cool. Um, you can you can see it on on the interwebs. You can see what happened. Um, but I just thought that was really clever. I just thought that was. No, really... it's pretty cool because people obviously are going to be intrigued and be like, "What is this? What is this?" And then gigs. Yeah, it was gigs. him. Gigs doing his that's thing. That's pretty cool. Um, I I really enjoyed it. Mm. It was what I expect from a gigs album, to be honest. You know, quite hard hitting. He's quite like. His voice is quite menacing. No, I get you. I think that's the best word to use to describe it. It's quite like... <laughs> menacing. It is menacing. Like, he always sounds quite intense. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Um, Great Collectives featuring Gashi reminds me of some kind of James Bond theme, but with Ooh. attitude. It's got like a real, like behind it, it's got like a real like James Bond vibe. vibe yeah. I can't... You have to listen to it to understand. I'm intrigued by that. Um, there is the tracks kind of merge. Yeah. And in between Set It Off and 187, you hear the really eerie, like, Let's Go from Mario. Let's Go. Let's Go. It's a me, Mario. You just hear Let's Go. And it's really weird. And it, it is so, it's really I think eerie. You like, Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. I was like, what? Is it like silent and it just echoes no, in the back? No, no. I can't even explain it. Oh, I've been drinking to listen to the that. The songs perfectly merge into each other. But as they're merging, the transition... Just goes, let's go. But really eerie. Let's go. Let's it's go. It's me, Mario. Um, there's a lot of features on it. They've got mm. He's got Jada Kiss, Labyrinth, Little Yachty, Ooh. French Montana, Swiss Beats, Wretch 32. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, really good album, really enjoyed it, I've listened to it more than once, not normally, um, 
I think in the last kind of 18 months, I've listened to more English rap than I've, or British rap than I've ever listened to. And <laughs> Giggs is new for me. Well, he's one of the like. But he's one of the ones you hear about yeah. a lot, isn't it? But my favourites were Great Collectives, Baby, which is really quite cheeky and, yeah. and a bit rude. Yeah. Um, Don't Go Hungry, which features Labyrinth. You can tell he is all over that. He you definitely just love was involved. I do. I really love I Labyrinth. I bloody love him. I do. I bloody love him. <laughs> I cleaned the house to Labyrinth, to Electronic Earth the other day, and Ian came upstairs and he was like, what are you listening to? And I was like, it's Labyrinth. And he went, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Yeah, and you can tell he is all over that song. Yeah. He is, it's like the production, it's labyrinth through mm-hmm. and through. And then Guap Expenses, which features Wretch. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Wretch is one of the top. And right? again, and I, I've got a lot of time for Wretch. He is a very clever lyricist. Mm-hmm. And yeah, brilliant. Brilliant feature, good album. Yeah. Was it a long one, short one? Yeah, uh, I think I said at the beginning, one hour nine one hour nine yeah. okay so it's kind of long it's then right. but then I guess because it's got a load of features does it get away with it like does it feel like it it's doesn't feel long, long. Okay, no not at all long. it's just it's really good it's a good album good I, enjoyed it. I, can't, go. I, don't think, I think I said good album about six times good album good album it's a good album it's a good album okay well my last one that I listened to um, was a band called Swimmers have you ever heard of Swimmers no so basically Billy Joe from Green Day. Okay. It's one of his sons. His son is the drummer. Okay. Um, but obviously they don't really use that as like a way. As a thing. No. Hey, I'm Billy Joe's son. Hey, listen to me. Do you me. remember my dad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? As if he... They're releasing a new album this year, apparently. Yeah. But apparently. you're worried about it. I'm always worried, but... Anyway, that's another <laughs> for that's another episode. Another episode. Um, but their album that they've just released is called Berkeley's on Fire. Thirty three minutes, ten songs, so it's okay. short. Oh, what was it? On Valentine's Day, they were on Annie Mack show on Radio One. Oh, nice. Um, I think she does like a party playlist type yeah. of thing. So she gets artists in. They talk about like their favorite songs or whatever. Mm. And honestly, the songs they were playing were like. You just wouldn't expect it. And it was just like banger after what banger. What kind of music? So, are they? like Wu Tang. No, but, I mean, what kind of music are they? Oh, they. Um, are they like they're dad? kind of rock. Like his dad. Sort of. Okay. They're not like pop punk, but they're sort of like alternative. Okay. I think you would like some of their songs. They're not like heavy. No. They're kind of in the middle. They so can. What? And what was on the party list? So, sorry, um, I interrupted you. That's all right. So they were doing like Wu Tang, No Scrubs, <laughs> nice, and they were just doing all of this different stuff. And then they were kind of saying like they're really like big fans of like Britpop, or like you know. Oh, so what did they play from Brit? That was Britpop. Well, like Blur and stuff like that. Yeah. So like yeah, they're a big fan of like British rock alternative stuff, um, and you can really hear that throughout the album. Um, so the first song um, is called Berkeley's on Fire. I really loved it. Like, it, you just listen to it and you get like a sort of, um, I guess sort of blur, but kind of hints of like Joy Division. It's kind of, yeah, it's it's odd. You have to listen to it. Okay. But I was a really big fan of that song. Like, as an opening song, I was like, right, you've grabbed my attention. I love a good opener. Yeah, like that it's gig, good. The Geeks album, the, the opener is immense. 
you got to think, like, that must be, like, a really... Maybe it's not. But, like, you got to think, right, this is starting off the album. Yeah. What I song am I going to have? it needs to be one that, that grabs. Sometimes it's not, though. No, sometimes. And I sometimes that sets the tone for me, Yeah. Then and you can't like I'll them. be like, oh, now I don't even know if I want to listen to the rest of the album. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. But, yeah, that definitely was, like, a really good first, like, this is the album, let's go. Um, but there's just, like, different rock vibes throughout. So it kind of, yeah, it's very, like, a Britpop, but then it'll go a bit more indie, mm. and then maybe kind of punk influences throughout. I think you would like them. Okay. Um... Yeah, they're just, oh, some of the songs like Berkeley's On Fire and so, I think some of the ones that do kind of have the influence of Britpop are a little bit of the weirder ones, though, so I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you would like those. However, my favourites were Berkeley's On Fire and Hellboy. Okay. And I think they're the kind of heavier ones. Yeah, I think there's some songs, however, that are a little bit hit and miss that maybe yeah. don't quite have that punch. Or they don't fit on the album? Or... No, no. <laughs> No, I'm not sure. I just they're just like fillers. Are they fillers? I wouldn't say they're fillers. I think people probably would enjoy them. But you know how like um, the vaccines, how really in theory I should really like them, but yeah. they just don't connect with me. Yeah, it's like I, d- that. I don't know if it's like that. Yeah, but yeah, it's kind of cool to hear like an up. Well, I wouldn't. Maybe they're not upcoming, but like they're you know they've been around for quite a while. But I think they're finally reaching that kind of level where more people know who they are Mm. um so they're kind of setting a new not standard but they're like trying something new with the whole rock genre i guess and it's pretty cool to hear that yeah um so yeah i'm excited to hear what they're gonna do in the future as i said it's only half an hour long so it's not that long it's not like if you've got the time yeah so the next album that i listened to i've got two more Mm -hmm. it was Hosier, Hosier. Oh yeah, again I saw that. How did you say his name? Hosier? Yeah, Hosier. So the album's called Wasteland Baby and it's 57 minutes long. Mm. Um, I really like his voice. That's the draw for me. Oh, that was Jessie's belly. (laughs) What the hell? Lovely. Sorry. That's all right. Um, (laughs) So... I could listen to his voice all day. Yeah. I think he's got... It's the pull for me. I just really... He's got a really... I've written here. Powerful voice. Full of warmth. Mm. It's like a big hug. Oh, nice. It is. I get that. Yeah, I just I really like it. Even when he's talking about really, like, deep stuff. Mm. I'm like, oh. Just come here. Oh, Give me nice. a hug. This is like, I just find it quite soothing. Mm. Yeah. And... Whilst I know we say we always have this conflict, I think every every month when we're mm. talking about stuff between people who make albums but just don't grow and develop or change their sound, yeah, and then people who just do it too much, yeah. And so whenever I say it's just your typical mm. blah blah blah, and I like that. So like with the Drake, yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, like I like that, and that's acceptable for me, yeah. And it's the same with Hosier. Mm-hmm. I like that, and it's acceptable. But then for me. I think it, there's that certain thing where oh, what is it? There's that band that's like an ACDC. They kind of seem like a tribute band, and it's basically like every one of their songs sounds the same. Mm. Where I feel like if you can distinguish between each song, I think it's fine. Yeah, and I think you can. I just do. I think the problem for him mm. 
is that his most well-known song, because of his voice, mm. a lot of his songs sound, then sound like, that. like they're harking back to that, that you know, Take Me to Church song, yeah. which is amazing and nothing should be taken away from it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's people's problem with it, is that they don't feel like he's developed. But for me, that's not not an issue. Yeah, you're like, that's fine. That's, <laughs> that's fine. fine for me, because what I want is what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah, but again, I think, as I said, as long as you can kind of distinguish and you're not literally listening to every song like, oh, is this the same, <laughs> oh, same song? Uh, yeah. No, I don't feel like that with this album. It's fine. I really liked it. It's the second album. You know, I think he's done all right. I think he's followed it up. I think that... Um, you know, I spoke about the first single from it before, Nina Her Power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the album, the songs I like from this album are Movement, Talk, and Diner and Diatribes. Mm. Um, yeah, really good. Cool. Yeah, definitely worth a listen. I have got one more. You haven't got That's any fine. more, have you? No, I don't. So I've got one more. It's Solange. Solange. Oh, I forgot about this. I think Beyonce. Tyler did... As, as in Beyonce. I'm sure she hates us I'm sure so she does. much. Oh, yeah, it's Beyonce's sister. Yeah, that's how everyone yeah. knows her, though. I think Tyler um, did some production potentially on this. And I can hear it. Oh, I've got a bit of a love-hate... Sorry, I was just having a sip on my drink. Um, I've got a love-hate kind of thing for Solange. She's very different. She's very... For me, she's very jazzy, mm-hmm. and she does take that too far sometimes. Okay. Like, the first song on this album, literally, is just her repeating the same line over and over again. She doesn't say anything else. What do you mean? Like, the first track, Yeah. I saw things I imagined. Is that she all she She literally says? just says, I saw things I imagined, over and over what, again. What, as in just saying it, or does she sing over it? Over music, she sings it. Oh. How and long it, is it? What, the song? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. The album's 39 minutes. It's not many songs. I didn't count the songs. Sorry. Um, The album's very kind of Shaft-esque. Mm. Like, from that era, using that it's kind like the of... Is the 70s or 80s? I, I want to say 70s. Oh, yeah. And it's that kind of funk, psychedelic, mm. jazz vibe yeah, I get to you. it. I mean, that's not to say... I wouldn't be able to listen to it all the time mm. and there were a few songs I did really like mm-hmm. so I liked Stay Flow Dreams and Almeida Almeida is produced by Pharrell and you can tell as soon as it starts like from yeah, first yeah, yeah. seconds you can tell it's him um, it's okay but I think it's really it's really different yeah and it's it's a hard listen because it's quite jazzy. Okay. I've liked some of Solange's stuff before. I've seen mm-hmm. her. I saw her at Wireless one year. I don't think I've really listened and to she anything. she was really good. I like... She does She does always do kind of old school stuff, but I prefer the more upbeat old school. This was just a bit intense for me. Okay. Um, maybe but I'm just not said in the right before. place. Yeah, but maybe we've said that um, before in one of the first episodes where, like, you know, with jazz... There's yeah. certain aspects where Sometimes you just can't just process can't. it. Yeah. I just can't. My brain just isn't wired for it. It's too too chaotic. Just too tired. You know? I'm too tired for it. <laughs> um, that being said, there are still some albums that I need to listen to. Yeah, I, as I said at the start, like I feel like the first two months were really slow with music. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, all of this music just came out. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus Christ. Well, I've got... Um, I made a list of the albums that I need to listen to. Mm. Two Chains. Mm-hmm. Rap or go to the league. 
uh, Tom Walker, Not Giving In, Diplo, yep. which is more of a, a an EP than an album, but okay. Diplo, Europa, and Kalani, While We Wait. Yeah. They're the albums that I've still to listen to. Wow. Next and month. With, yeah. And knows? yeah, Khalid's releasing a new album next mm-hmm. month. So yeah, it's just a lot. Mm. It's fine. We'll get through it. <laughs> Speak, talking of Khalid, um, Ian literally he played me a song the other day. I went, are you kidding me? He's like, what? I was like, I had sent this to you when it came out last year. <laughs> I told you about this man. I told you how much I love him. I do play him all the time. I talk about him all the time. And you didn't listen to and me. you haven't listened to me. And literally he's on this whole clean bandwagon now. Yeah, I could tell. And I'm just like... I told you. I told you about this. You never listened to me. <laughs> but no, I think it's been quite a good month for new albums, hmm. I think. It's been an alright month. I haven't really had one that I hated, so that's fine. No. Know? No. However, saying that, all of my fave tracks mm-hmm. are older songs. Are they? See, yeah. I've, I've gone new. See, I've I haven't really heard a lot of like new tracks that I'm like, ooh, I love it. Oh. Well, huh. Go on then, hit us with your first old song. So my first one, you probably will not know this, but it's called Bright Eyes. That's the band. Um, Devil Town. Now, I have been watching this show called Friday Night Lights. It's basically like a drama, kind of around like a school, like American football type thing. Okay. Um, and it's just this song plays. I think it's a different version of it. Um, and I used to listen to this song all the time, but it just kind of reminded me. And I was like, oh, yeah. I love that song. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think you, again, would like it. It's kind of like indie very basic um short song so it's one of the ones that you just put on repeat all the time but i like it's it it's one of those ones that never seems long enough yeah oh, i hate those I, in a good way i hate mm-hmm. those because you just put it on repeat yeah. and then you're like oh god i've spent the last hour <laughs> listening to the same song i can't get enough but yeah i really like it it's catchy so, yeah i don't know what else to say i just really like That's it That's fine um so talking of khalid talk there's oh a new yeah, song I forgot where about he's that. released uh, and so it's Khalid and Disclosure. Yeah, um, really liked it. Just think it's a Khalid, very Khalid. beautiful Khalid lyrics over a nice Disclosure beat. Nice, Bosh. can't go wrong with that. I'm not going to say anything else. Okay, well <laughs> another one. I mean, this is sort of new-ish, mm. but not as in like it's just been released. Nicki Minaj. Barbie Dreams. I just again, it's one of those like ones that I keep like finding myself listening to, and I'm like, oh yeah, I really fancy like listening to that. <laughs> Obviously, I really like the beat. Shout out to you know Biggie, and yeah, she's just a proper sassy, isn't she? I remember when this first came out, and I think I sent you the song, and I was like, she's going in on everyone, mm. talking about how they all want to sleep with her. Apparently. Pfft. Well, it's probably true. I mean, to be fair, yeah, she's got it all going on. But yeah, the beat—it's just funky. I love it. I love the sass of it. Yeah, Nicki Minaj—you can't go wrong with her. You can't can you? go wrong with it. Well, and she's on another Royal Beam track. Oh yeah, yeah. obviously. <laughs> um, we'll just pretend like that didn't so happen. The next one I want to talk about is Loose Ends, which is Loyal Kana featuring mm-hmm. Georgia Smith. I obviously talk about him every episode. And Georgia Smith is and great Georgia also. Great. Um, for me, and I, I've written, his lyrics and flow just make me stop and appreciate this skill. 
and I find myself listening to him and smiling. And it doesn't it's even like, matter if the song is sad. Yeah. I find myself smiling because I'm smiling at his delivery. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. His, he just speaks from the heart. And then I wrote hashtag deep. <laughs> I think it's just his music. I don't know whether I've said this before, probably have, but he's like, he's telling a story all the time. Yeah, it's almost, yeah, you listen to him and it's, I know this sounds really cringe. It's almost like he's speaking to you. You're mm. having like a bit of a conversation or whatever yeah. and he's just, there talking to you he's so like chilled and you're like yeah you i think what? i said before i call that conscious rap it's like when they're talking about life in general and it's mm. just it's just nice it's just yeah um so shouts out dreamy days and he did that on Artelenge as well um and that's a song by roots maneuver mm-hmm. the album that that's from from run come save me was one of my most favorites um me and joe used to listen to that quite a lot so yeah, really good. And I would recommend Run Come Save Me to anyone also. <laughs> also. Also. Okay, my next one is by a group called The Magic Gang. I believe they're from Brighton, so they're kind of close to us. So nice. local represent, Hi. sort of. Hey. Um, and this song is called All This Way. Uh, again, it's one of those ones where you got to the end of a playlist and it automatically recommends stuff. Um, it's just a really catchy song. I think um, I just read that one of like their major influences are Weezer. Okay. You get that kind of vibe from it. I think you would really like it. I think it's more indie. Mm. I wouldn't say it totally sounds like Weezer. I think it's a bit more indie. But this song really like basic in terms of like drum beat is quite catchy. There's not too much going on, but it's still like. How basic you. it is kind of makes it catchy, if that makes okay, sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a nice little indie song, you know. You can be walking somewhere, makes you all happy, feel like you're getting Pop shit in, done. Get shit done. So, you know, we love songs like that. We but do I would definitely love a song recommend. That gets shit done. I do need to listen to more of their stuff, though. They seem like they make pretty good music, so I need to. And just for everyone research. who can't see, she did like a <laughs> okay, an okay sign. Okay, very aggressive. <laughs> okay, okay, they seem okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think you would like it too. Okay. Indie, catchy, happy okay. vibes. Okay. Um, so the last song, just to completely take away from the happiness that we've just oh, heard. No. The last song I want to talk about has been quite controversial. There's been a lot of talk about it. Mm. People have been... So they've been playing it on Radio 1. Yeah. Um, and people have been complaining that it's racist um, against white people. Okay. So it's by Dave. Yeah. And it's called Black. And it is his narrative on being black and issues on being black and living in London. But again, Dave is one of those people that tells a story. He does. He tells a story and he tells his own story. Yeah. And he tells it from his own point of view, and you you can hear truth in it. Mm. And that is obviously whether or not that's the case for every black person no. is not what he's saying. Mm. He's saying this is what it's like for me as a black person yeah. growing up in in Britain, and and this is you know how I can mm. show. Um, I mean, his response to people saying it was racist was that he's just happy that he's putting out a message, and it's affecting. It's affecting people. So why are people saying that it's racist because against it's white people? Because literally just all about how... Um, so he talks about being black mm-hmm. and the fact that if you're not black, you get more opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's getting less opportunity because he's black and he yeah. gets 
doors shut and you know in his face and things yeah. because he's because he's black and I suppose people have taken offence to offence to that and I, I find that quite closed minded really I think especially in this day and age like I don't know why people have to be like that and, and the fact of the matter is, is that there is still an issue. There is still an 100%, issue. 100%, of course there is. And, you know, black, we hear about black people being targeted in stop and search. We hear about, you know, that the black people aren't getting the same opportunities at school. Mm-hmm. That they're living in places that, you know, aren't nice. No. And, and where they're not getting opportunities that white people are getting because of their white privilege. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know. I, f- I find it difficult to hear that people are saying it's... it's racist. Like, I think there's m- many more racist things going on in the world, and I just don't... I don't know. I, the song is powerful, and yeah. I've listened to it a lot. Well, um, clearly, because it's made yeah. people react in that yeah. way, so... it's a powerful song, and I yeah. just think it deserves a place on our playlist. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm interested. And his... And... and, and you know, lyrics aside, mm. his delivery, as always, is on point is he always makes quite emotional really songs doesn't yeah, he yeah and he always makes really controversial songs mm. you know he's made songs about poli- the politics in this country mm. I don't know I I think he is again he's a conscious rapper he raps about what's going on for him in the world mm. I'm intrigued I want to listen to that now yeah see go. all the controversy around it yeah. record of the month so my record of the month I haven't written it down, <laughs> but I know what it is. It's only fitting because I am seeing Childish Gambino in, well, this will be released the week before, but as of right now, I've got two weeks. <laughs> so I'm doing Childish Gambino 3005 because oh. it's a bop. It's just amazing. Oh, I love that song. His flow is amazing. The singing is just catchy and I love it. Some people, what was it? <laughs> I love it. Some people think it's like this, like, you know, like Green Day, like Good Riddance. Everybody thinks it's like this really nice song. And actually it's like, it's really not. It's not as far-fetched as that. But like, I think Childish Gambino or Donald Glover, whatever, like kind of explained that it's not actually like a romantic song. But I just like it. I think it's cool. The music video is cool. And I just thought it was fitting because I've been listening to a lot of him in preparation. Of course. To see him. And I'm very excited. I'm going to be reunited with Nay. So very, very excited about that. That sounds awesome. Yes. And I love that song. Like, I love I it. I don't know many people who don't love that song. My record of the month is in memory of Keith Flint. Yeah, I've chosen the prodigy, and I went everywhere. I've heard, all I've been hearing is Firestarter. Yeah, so I've gone no good. Okay. I love that song okay. so much. It reminds me of going out mm-hmm. when I first started going out. When you were of age or mm-hmm. under? <laughs> it's grey area. Don't it's a grey area. It. Let's not discuss it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I I love that song, and I was really really sad to hear. Um, yeah hear about him passing away this week is you know yes that sort of goes on to our news section yeah, then we'll do a little bit section. of a crossover yeah i heard it like on the radio um just before i um i got ash picked me up we were just on our way to get tattoos and then literally he was like have you heard i was like what he's like literally they've just announced it on the radio breaking news so i had to text you straight away yeah and then radio one would just play in prodigy songs yeah 
It's so sad. Like, you know, I'm not like a massive fan, but yeah. like I can still appreciate what his music has done and, mm. you know, the influence he made, you know, on certain genres or for other people. And most of people love The Prodigy. Mm. I've just Everybody heard, knows a song. I've heard so many things. Well, everyone knows Firestarter. Because it terrified me as a child. <laughs> it terrified you as a child, but people just know that song. It was iconic. Um, well, he was kind of the guy that was, scared me yeah. in that music video. Yeah, he was. But I've had nothing but really lovely stories about things he's done for people. Like, and the one that's caught my caught my attention the most was the James Blunt one. Have you oh, heard I know, that story? I know, I have not. So obviously, everyone was a bit like James Blunt, this guy. Oh, oh my god! Um, and no one wanted anything to do with him at one point, and people were being very vocal about wanting nothing to do with him at one point. Oh, really? And I can't remember where where they were at the time, but Keith Flint went over to him and was just like, I'm really pleased for you. Like, mm. you should have this success. You've, you've worked hard for it. Yeah. And he said it, that was the only time we ever met him. That was the only conversation they ever had. Mm-hmm. But when he heard that Keith had passed away, it made him really sad. And well, I just yeah, think, of course. Oh. And it, apparently that was people's general reaction to this mm. is he was a really lovely guy. Yeah, I think um, there was, BBC Radio 1 was doing like, a, you know, bands that had toured with them mm. and they were, you know, talk about stories and stuff and he just seemed like he was really like supportive of other people and just really like nice. Mm. Um, one thing that I did see on Twitter that really like, it's kind of like a funny thing, but this woman... She tweeted this, so she's like, it's from a woman called Fiona Mills. Um, mm. She was like, so sad about Keith Flint. I gave birth to my eldest son accompanied by Firestarter playing away because my husband had, in a mad panic, picked up the wrong tape. And instead of giving birth to Enya and Ocean Sounds, it was the prodigy. I don't regret it either. Like, how nice is that? That's amazing. I just, yeah, it's sad, I think. All the background stuff that's come out about it, just yeah, it makes me sad. I don't like hearing about stuff like no. that. And it just goes to show that mental health. And he's only forty nine as well. But mental health is just such a massive issue, and there obviously isn't enough it's, men in mental health. That's what I was gonna say. I think with men as well, I think there's still that stigma, unfortunately, when there shouldn't be. No. We should just talk to each other and just make sure we're all okay and. Yeah, just as sad. It is sad. Don't like it. No. Well, I'll move on to, again, not so very happy news. So while Kelly actually handed himself into the police um, a couple of weeks ago, I believe it was now. So, yeah, I think the bail was set at, like, something ridiculous. But someone bailed him out, didn't I think it was, like, a million dollars or something, wasn't it? And some woman came and bailed him out. Yeah, so he kind of, I think, the first... Because what was it? I think it was every count or something. It was whatever the maths is. But the judge was like, I'm setting it at this. And it kind of seemed like he wasn't going to get bailed out. And then whoever came and got him out. Anyway, um, literally, like, I woke up this morning and saw it all over, like, my Twitter. That um, he was interviewed with Gail King. Uh, I think it's CBS News. Mm. Um, And... He's just an idiot. I just... We always talk about it. But I think, yeah, he just is the worst kind of person ever. I don't know if he's obviously done this to try and save himself in a way. But it, I don't buy it one bit. I think I was reading an article on the way here. 
and this is the end of the article, it says it won't be clear exactly what kind of move R. Kelly was trying to do until the interview airs, and maybe not even then, but whatever he was going for, it sure doesn't seem like he pulled it off. And I totally agree, because he ends up like, he gets quite, not aggressive towards her, but you can see he's obviously getting quite upset about it. Um, Mm. And basically she asks about, you know, how do you feel about these allegations? And he kind of says, well, before we sat down, those two cases I had in my past, I didn't want to talk about. And he kind of goes on to say, well, I was found non, like, not, not guilty, guilty. Yeah. so leave it alone. But it's like, however, if it was like a totally different crime, then maybe. But the fact that you keep getting allegations against you of the same thing every single time, mm. then of course it's going to be brought up. And as I said to you walking here... They're like, there's literal video evidence of him, of his actual face. And that he had all, he had loads of money. So that's clearly how he got off that time. But he tried to blame it on his brother. Like, how evil is that? I could never do that to you. (laughs) I murdered someone. You caught my face. (laughs) No, we don't. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, no, it was Sam, sorry. <laughs> sorry, it was Jess. I did not rob that bank. But, but yeah. Face I'm not sure. I think he's trying to play the victim card. I don't buy it at all. I I know it sounds awful, but I hope he gets found guilty because it's about time. All of that, Jazz. Yeah. But then saying that, that HBO Michael Jackson thing is coming out mm-hmm. today over yeah. in the UK. There's been a lot of controversy about that. Some people sticking to their guns and saying, no, no, it's not true. And they kind of made the point of why didn't they come out about it, you know, years ago? Why have they waited until now? Well, I was watching an interview this morning and they were saying, the chap who filmed the documentary, Yeah. he was saying the reason they didn't come out is because they were in love with Uncle Jackson and it's that whole... Stockholm syndrome thing and you know it's only now now he's gone and they've had a chance to process it reflect and process and and grieve that they've felt that they can finally say actually you know this this is what it was for me and maybe it, it wasn't love or a relationship it it was abuse. I um, mean, I I would want to watch it and then kind of yeah. express my opinions then about it. I mean, but I, I just, I know that there's a lot of people kind of, you're either, yeah, that is true, I believe it, or other people are like, no, they're would, doing it. But I apparently they're not getting paid. Allegations. No, but they are currently going through a lawsuit. Yeah. Against a dead man. And because he's because he's dead, they can't take him to criminal court. Mm-hmm. So they're taking him to, as I understand it, anyway. So they're they're taking the case to civil court. Okay. And the only outcome of civil court is money. Oh God. So oh. people are saying they're doing it for the money. Wow, I don't know. As I said, like I want to watch it. Yeah. I think it's a two-part documentary, isn't it? It's like four um, hours. Yeah. yeah, I know, I saw that on IMDb. I was like, Jesus Christ, it's four hours. And then saw that it was two-part. And I still was like, oh my God, mm. that is long as hell. But I'm intrigued. I think it is one of those subjects that, again, yeah, I've always grown up with those... The allegations. Against Michael Jackson, always. 
Um, it will make it really different for a, difficult for a lot of people, I think. Um, but that's the thing. It's, it's just like it's just like the R. Kelly thing, really, in terms of the music. Like so many people have grown up on that music and respecting him and idolizing him yeah, and yeah. then portraying like parts of mm. R. Kelly in their music. And the set Michael Jackson has influenced so many singers. So, like how many people I would say it's going to be way more controversial than R. Kelly yeah oh yeah it will be 100% that's, that's where I was going with it it will be so much more like it's going to be crazy but this is the thing it, but does that take again, away from his musical do you know then, do you know his his genius in music but also like people are basically boycotting R. Kelly mm. and they have done for the past year or so well, not even year. Like, you know, it's been years some people have refused to listen to his music. Mm. Kind of, why isn't that same thing being done about Michael Jackson? That is exactly what I'm saying. It, you know, people aren't doing that. And they didn't then. And they weren't. Are they just chatting a... Well, again, I haven't seen it, so I can't really form an opinion as of yet. But is it people trying to turn a blind eye to it? Because he is so iconic. He's the king of pop. <laughs> difficult yeah it's tricky because he's not here to talk for himself our is here to talk for himself to put across his side of things michael jackson isn't and try and play the whole i must be crazy if i would do that and it's like don't try and play that fucking reverse psychology on me it don't work you are gross (laughs) no i do not believe it actual physical evidence of his face as you say where apparently, Whereas obviously, Jackson, I've not watched. As yeah. far as I can see, there isn't. It is it's just speculation. It is their word. It is what they're saying. And whilst I don't want to diminish in any way what yeah, they're saying, if it happened, like it's, it's, it's awful. Yeah, awful. And I just think of all the other allegations that were made. You know, as I was when I grew up, there were so many allegations mm. against him. You know, I was I was always quite sad about that because I. You know, as a kid, grew up with Michael Jackson yeah. music. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna see. This yeah, yeah, that's what I do. See, see what happens and what comes of it. If yeah, it's gonna be interesting, it. and I think it definitely is gonna be. Like, I wouldn't say like I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan, but again, like he just is one of those people that is iconic. You know, as I said, like he's the king of pop, so it will be kind of not heartbreaking, but it will be. You know. It would be pretty heartbreaking for me. Uh, because It's like, going to be a tough watch, I think. Yeah. From what I can gather from the news this morning, you know, they were saying they've already seen this documentary. Yeah. And the level of detail is something... Yeah, I think I've read some stuff. Literally, like, they can describe yeah. body parts and mm. stuff. So, yeah. We'll have to and see. And the mums, like, you hear the pet, like, as a parent, I can't imagine... I know he always described himself as like it was Neverland, wasn't it? Neverland yeah. Branch, and he he was he'd never he was still a kid and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But then his music is certainly not childish, and he's not talking about childish themes within no, his no, music, no. is he? No. And these mums, if it is true, you know they were dropping their kids off at his mansion to go and play with their friend. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, and it's just. But then again, is it because he was so big, you're just kind of like starstruck in a way? I don't. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see. Because if someone said to you, oh, you know, you can go along to Billy Joe's house, you can send your kids along 
to see Billy Joel, you'd be like, what? Yay! You'd be well excited. Can I go? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm trying to say. That's what it is. And to be able to say, oh, I know friends with Billy Joe yeah my what, kids that's what I mean house. like it kind of it, it makes you feel special doesn't it but then when you think of it as in like if that was just any other person you, you wouldn't, wouldn't you you wouldn't. you wouldn't even think twice you'd be no. like no that's not appropriate no way my kid's not coming to and that's house. where this issue comes with this whole celebrity idolizing all of that stuff it yeah. just is it, a bit odd what people do when it comes but to but I can put myself in that position and think yeah that's what I'm saying yeah. like you would Justin think Justin Timberlake said I'd love it I'd love to see your daughter dancing like... <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh, I like that, no I know I mean because she loves dancing she does she's just... a performer yeah I'd be like I'd be so excited yeah and I probably wouldn't think about and that's scary as a parent weird but I'm intrigued I want to see it. Yeah. And we'll form an opinion from there. We'll go from there. So more on this next next time. Potentially. Anyway, I, I, happier news. <laughs> well, not happier, just flipping hilarious. <laughs> really, more than anything. Um, so I came across this news article and I sent it to <laughs> sent it to you because I literally couldn't believe what I was reading. <laughs> um, this month. There has been a a news article, and I don't even know how I came across it because it's not the kind of news that I would normally come across. But I saw this headline, and the headline is, Chico claims he was touched by Princess Diana's ghost who gave him natural Botox. (laughs) Bitch, you wish. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. What the fuck? So he says the day after Diana's death in Paris, he was driving along a motorway. And he was touched by the spirit of Diana. He broke down, crying uncontrollably, pulled over. And he says he ne- he can't ever remember crying as much as he cried. And then <laughs> uh, it just happened. The Botox happened to him naturally. But then it's not Botox, <laughs> is it? He was driving from Bognor Regis. <laughs> After doing a gig, <laughs> that is so I a place guess where Chico would do. Like he's just come from the Haven at Bognor Reach. <laughs> I was going to go Butlins, Butlins at Bognor. You know, which I imagine is what it is. Um, and he was driving back to his North London home. He lost control of his senses and blacked out after pu- pull it after pulling over. Okay. Just hours before, the fitness fanatic had led holidays maker through holiday makers through an energetic workout session that's at the seaside resort. Oh, for God's sake! Um, and his angels were working overtime that day. Uh, I don't. I genuinely don't understand how 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 what, that what just this is. understand. Yeah. He's mad. <laughs> I just don't understand. No. Where is I'm that from? The sun. Out in the mirror. Oh, the, the there you go. There you go. That explains it all. It's just as bizarre. If it's, it's Botox, then it's not natural it's anyway. It's not naturally occurring Botox. No, one you've just day... got good skin. No, no. He's saying one day, laughter lines, next day, naturally occurring I Botox. call bullshit. It's all right, Chico. It's Chico time. It's Chico time. If you can get... Da, 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 I don't even da, 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 It's Chico time. 
weird. Weird. We all got always got to do a bit of a weird story. Got to do weird stuff. Let us know what you think about the the Botox. Let us know if you've had been touched by a ghost and got Botox as a result. Um. So. Shall we go on to our main theme? Our main, main theme. theme. Music in movies. Which excites me so much. As and I said, two of my favourite things. Movies, music. Sword. And as I said, you know, this is all kind of in keeping with the fact that the Oscars have just taken place. Mm-hmm. Um, and the winner of the Oscar for Best Original Song was Shallow from A Star Is Born. Which was Mark Bronson, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Well, I don't think Bradley Cooper... Yeah. He didn't get the Oscar. No, but those three wrote the song. He didn't get the Oscar, though. What do you mean? It wasn't him. It was Lady Gaga and Mark Ronson and someone else. Oh. I haven't seen the film, no, if I'm honest. No, I haven't seen the film. So many people have just ruined the ending for me. So I'm like, cheers, guys. Great. No one's ruined Thank it for you. me. I'm not really... And that song not... really annoys me. We spoke about it before. And you said you wanted to see the film, and I was like... Mm. I do want to see it, but now it's got to a point where people have just ruined it, and this whole controversy where... Con- controversy? <laughs> controversy, it's a new style of <laughs> Controversy of Lady Gaga or Bradley Cooper, their cringy Oscar performance. I'm just a bit over it now, and that song just really annoys me. I hear it all the time. Radio stations, always playing it. Always comes on at work, and I'm like... No. And the fact that Lady Gaga definitely thought she was going to win Best Actress literally makes me cry with laughter. Because she did the whole pretending to be happy, but totally is like really confused and pissed off that she didn't win. Just can't can't deal with people like that. And on the plus side, Olivia Colman won that. I love her. Did you see her speech? Yes. Literally, it made me cry. She's it just... made me cry just because she's so like funny and to see her from like obviously we know Peep her show. from like Peep <laughs> Show and stuff like that where she is just playing like really stupid to be fair I do want to see The Favourite yeah where she too. got the Oscar from it looks amazing because I saw a clip of it Isn't Emma Stone in that yeah. yeah I saw a clip of it on Twitter when um people would what was it Someone was like, oh, when Bohemian Rhapsody keeps winning Oscars and it's Olivia Colman from The Favourite. She's walking down this corridor. The camera pans with her and she's just going, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like this going down the corridor. And honestly, I was like, I need to see it. Like, it, it looks, looks hilarious. Really good. And I love her. I love her too. And her speech was just so over the place, but amazing. Hmm. But anyway. Well deserved. Well deserved. Well deserved. Yes. Um, and the best original music score was Black Panther. Yeah. Which I thought that was last year, but okay. So it did get us thinking about music in movies. We yeah. generally tend to quote bits and pieces yeah. from movies anyway, like Always. you said earlier on. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes I think music makes a film or a moment in a film anyway. Yeah, and it literally just stands out in your head. Yeah. yeah. And the 100%. right song at the right moment. Like, honestly like music is so important and it's as as an editor i honestly like you can make some really poor choices with music but once you find that song it just pulls it all together Mm. and you're like this is incredible and that's it and i think i I did obviously i googled and looked at like the soundtracks of the most popular soundtracks it's just really and they were all a bit like oh and like so like 
the top one. What did I say the top one was earlier on? Saturday Night Fever, I kept seeing. Saturday Night Fever. Titanic. Titanic. Dirty Dancing, which I I will go with. Cause, yeah, I like that know. one. I like it. I like it a lot. The Bodyguard. That was oh, number yeah. one. The 20 best-selling movie soundtracks of all time. The Bodyguard was number one. Followed by Saturday Night Fever. Purple Rain. Oh, given. That is one of mine. You ruined it. Boris Gump and Dirty Dancing. Oh, actually, it's not Purple Rain, but it's fine. Yeah, I thought it'd be interesting for us to see what springs to mind for us. Well, my oh. first one that I thought of is, again, it's very fitting because I'm seeing him in a couple of weeks, but the, not like the actual opening to Get Out, but just after, like, you know, the opening credits, and then it cuts... And then all of a sudden Redbone starts playing and it's inside the main character's like house and he's getting ready. You see his girlfriend and it just, I remember going to the cinema and watching it and I was sat with one of my friends and she doesn't really listen to that type of music. I think I may have explained this on the podcast before. And there was just like a group of like teen boys and all of a sudden that song started playing. I literally was like, oh my God, it's childish. And they were like freaking out and I was like, like indirectly like, yes. Cool. And it just, that song is so funky and just so cool. I just love that film. It's an amazing film. And I just always think of that now. Mm. Whenever I listen to Redbone, I think of Get Out. And that's it. When I hear a certain song, it <laughs> yeah. that brings up a film for me rather than the music video. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. That's, that's, I think that's quite powerful mm-hmm. if that's, if a song is good enough to do that. Yeah. It's well placed enough in a film mm-hmm. to remind you of a moment in a film. I watched Get Out on the plane to New York. I loved it. I think it's such a good film. It was quite dark on the plane and Ian was stressing out because he doesn't like flying. And I was just sat there watching Get Out and I was on the edge of my flipping seat the whole film. It was so good. And I think it's just very appropriate, Mm. that song as well, obviously. It's kind of talking about being woke, which kind of, you know, Mm. goes to the whole point of the film that, you know... So my my first one that first sprung to mind was really from this list, and that's yeah. Dirty Dancing, Time of My Life. Yeah, that again, yeah. That's iconic. And I, everyone knows the scene, even yeah. if you haven't seen the film. That's you what know I was just scene. about to say. Evie's never seen Dirty Dancing because I won't let her watch it because I feel like she's too young. Yeah, <laughs> there's too much sex in, sex in it for a ten year old, basically. Um, she always asks me to watch it because she loves dancing, and I'm just like, nope, and. Even she knows that that bit. Because it's great. It's just iconic. Absolutely iconic. So, next one. you got to go for the classic, and we always talk about this song, I feel like. Stand By Me, Benny King. Yeah. From the film, Stand By Me. Brilliant. Classic 80s movie. Just song. one of the ones that gets you right in the heart. It's so sad, and it's just such a good movie. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. And it was like, I've just bought, I just made Ian buy it because it was on offer on iTunes for like £3 or something stupid. And I was like, buy this for me. Do it now. Do it now. Definitely recommend it. It's it's great. Yes. It's a very, very good And a classic song. Classic song. Amazing film. Amazing choice of um, actors for the parts. I don't know if you've ever read Stan No, I haven't. It's a short story. Mm Mm-hmm one of Stephen King's short ones 
Um, Makes a change. <laughs> yeah, well, it does. I, I find Stephen King really difficult to read. Yeah, some people say that. Because he's really descriptive. Yeah. Right? He goes right in. And that's why his books are detail. so bloody long. And I find it really difficult mm. to read that, as you know. Yeah. It's, it's like the jazz of the book world. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Stand By Me, I have read that and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. The next one for me was Guardians of the Galaxy, but I couldn't just choose one song. I've got one of them on there. So I chose three. Oh, okay. Go for it. So I went, so come and get your love. Um, It just sums up that part for me. Yeah. I remember, um, again, watching that in the cinema. And, and literally I literally was like, I'm here for it. Face. Yeah, I was like, I'm here for it. The I love it. It's brilliant. That, that first song... I mean, obviously, there's another song mm. before that, but that, that song for me, I thought was really well placed. Um, then the next one I chose was Hooked on a Feeling. That's the one I've got, obviously. that You can't listen to that without thinking of Guardians no, now. can't. And then the third one, Uchard. Yep. Because of when he's like, that scene is just a minute ago. Like, the now Punisher. beat me. <laughs> and he does the little, like... Dance up. <laughs> yeah. You and me, let's go. <laughs> That's the thing. We've spoken again. I think that what well, that was one of the, on one of the first episodes that we did, and we yeah. spoke about the Guardians um, soundtrack. Yeah, mm. and it just is incredible. It just makes the film so much better. Mm. Um, I love the soundtracks. And yeah, it just no, but oh, I would no. like them. That'd be cool. Oh, thank you. There you go. Birthday Keep ideas. that in there. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it just. Yeah, coming out of the cinema, that's one of the like only films I think that I've actually like come out and I've been so pumped about seeing. Not only because one, it's hilarious mm. and it's amazing. It's just the music just ties it all together yeah. and it just like if that music wasn't in there, there'd be so many scenes that just wouldn't be as good. No, yeah, I agree. like when they're walking through the prison. <laughs> And he's stolen his Walkman oh, or the tape player. And he goes back for yeah, it. Yeah, like, brilliant. Just... And he's sat there with his legs up, like, listening to it. Brilliant. I think it is Hooked on a Feeling he's listening yeah. to, isn't it? Hooked on a Feeling, dun, dun, dun. Love it. Yep, totally there Guardians. for that. Look, we're smiling away now, yeah, just talking about it. I want to watch Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> <laughs> no. Gotta do it. Um, well, my favourite film has one of the most iconic... I guess songs to it. Everybody knows it. You think I've written this down. Don't necessarily have to see the film. You already know it. Don't you forget about me. Simple Minds in The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Just, yeah. You just, you can't listen to that and not think of The Breakfast Club. No. Unfortunately, that is one of those songs that people don't even associate with, like, the actual... It's, like, sort of like the Friends theme tune. Oh, yeah, no one thinks of the Rembrandts no, they think of never, friends never but yeah it's one of those ones it's just yeah I love it it's I a nice it little too. tie off to the end of the film where he does it after he puts the earring in oh. cute oh, cute Napoleon Dynamite can't heat <laughs> <laughs> just goes yes that sums up that whole film I for me I fucking love that film honestly <laughs> I just love it it's so bizarre just but so great I remember having that film and telling you to watch it and you spoke but we're speaking on the phone it was when I was at university so you were at home with mum and I was talking to you about it and you went I don't like it no and I I said to you watch it again yeah you did I remember this watch it again just watch it again and just don't take it so seriously it is a stupid film yeah because I literally I remembered I did hate it the first time I was like I don't get it 
it's stupid it's awful no and then i did watch it again and as you said like you just don't take it so seriously, take it seriously. and i love it I now it. And it, it, it turned into one of our most quoted films yeah. give me your tarts <laughs> hey napoleon give me some of your tarts no fuck i'm starving <laughs> i haven't eaten all day and then he kicks it it's so sad. <laughs> And it's like the little scenes where he's like great, he's got like grated cheese on the side. It cuts to a different shot and then it goes back and then the cheese bar has just risen. <laughs> and it's just stupid things like that. I just I love, love that it. Film so much. <laughs> oh, gosh. oh my god. Um, okay, one from my childhood. Mm. All Star Smash Mouth from Shrek. Oh, you do talk about this one a lot. I feel like Shrek impacted your life I, <laughs> much Shrek. more than this should have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could even disagree with that because no. I bloody love Shrek. I think it's great. Yeah, I've told the story before. Me and Rob used to literally like quote it word for word. Yeah. And again, loads of people know that song just from it being that song. Yeah. Whereas I just can't help but think about Shrek. No, straight I, away I, I I'm like Shrek. Hear Shrek. I only ever see Shrek when I hear. Yeah, Shrek. where loads of people are like, "What? Oh, yeah, it's in Shrek," and I'm like, "Nah." No. First thought is like Shrek, but also in that film, which always makes me laugh, is when they have the little party at the end and they they sing all the different songs. And yeah, like a virgin. Oh my god, <laughs> that for me, I can't hear that song without seeing that, and it's you weird. Not? No. Oh my god, not that I hear that song very often. Oh, no, you don't hear like a virgin very often, do you? Like a virgin. Ooh. <laughs> um, so my next one is High Fidelity. Oh, walking on sunshine. Oh. Just because that bit with Jack Black cracks me up when he's like dancing around the shop. Yeah, all like hyped up as fuck. Walking on sunshine. It's a Monday oh. motivation playlist. Yeah, but it's just Jack Black as well. He just is really funny. Yeah. Okay, Batman Forever. Oh, nice. Kiss from a Rose. Yes. Seal. Boom. I'm in there. I'm down. Love with that you. song. It's a classic. And again, can't help but think about the film when you hear the song. Kiss um, from a rose <laughs> on the hill. Hangover. Yeah. Candy shop. Just because I love that wedding singer. <laughs> thing, candy shop. Candy, candy shop. shop. I totally forgot about that. Oh my God, I love it. Oh my God. Now I just thought of wedding singer. And now I just want to say all the songs from wedding singer. The wedding singer's on my list. I have just chosen one. Okay. But we'll go back to it. Right, okay, classic one. Wayne's World. There's Brilliant. Actually, there's a few that you could probably say, but I'm going to go Bohemian Rhapsody, Queen. Because that scene, again, is just... Oh, iconic. Classic. Iconic. Like, literally at the Oscars. Mm. Because what they tend to do is, with, like, the nominated um, best films, they'll do, like, a little description before. Mm-hmm. And for Bohemian Rhapsody, they got Mike Myers and the guy that plays Garth to come out... And they played a little bit of that scene from Wayne's World. Brilliant. And I love it. When I'm in the car and that comes on, that's all I can think of. I'm like, I'm in Wayne's World right now. My next one is Deadpool. Yep. And I've gone Shoop. Yes. I love that bit. That's all when I can think of. he's drawing the picture. Shoop. And every time I hear that song, I just see him drawing the picture. What's the name of the guy he's drawing a picture of? I can't think. Who's he looking for? But yeah, that scene. Yeah, awesome. love it. That's all I think of, actually. It's from the trailer as well. Yeah. They use that song. Okay. And good song, also. Obviously. Uh, Pulp Fiction. 
Son of a Preacher Man, Dusty Springfield. Ah, see now, I've also done Pulp Fiction, but I did You Never Can Tell, which is the Dinah Scene yeah, song. Yeah, of course Because for me, that song is that, fi- that scene Son is that Preacher. film. Well, yeah, again, it's one of the most iconic scenes, I think, in of film history. Yeah. Everybody knows about it. Yeah. Well, if you're of age, obviously. Yeah. I like the kids don't know about it. Yeah. Um... Step Brothers, Boats and Hoes. <laughs> I think this counts. Like, you never hear that song anywhere, but... Boats and Hoes, Boats and Hoes, you gotta have me some Boats and Hoes. The Nina, <laughs> the Pendulum, is that a period? I do you in the bottom of your cheeks? I just love that you know all the words. I don't know all the words, you but... Do. That literally, I haven't seen that film in ages. But then again, now I've just thought of... Sweet child of mine from oh Step Brothers. Oh my god, it's brilliant! Oh, just that. <laughs> Are these singing film. lessons? But then I told you the other day, didn't I? About the oh, and vanilla ice. Sorry. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> um, but I was saying to you the other day that was on late one night on. I think I don't know if it was on Sky or something. I don't know, but it'd come on, and I was watching it, and the bit where they're having dinner for the first time together. Yeah. And it was a whole scene I'd never seen before. Yeah. And I've seen that film so many, times. so many times. I literally feel like there's an extended director's cut that I've never seen. Beg your pardon. <laughs> um, so now I'm convinced that there's more stuff that I've missed. Yeah, I literally... more genius. Yeah, because that whole, the new bit of that scene that I saw was hilarious. Yeah. And you hadn't seen it no. either. It was the, the mum, she's explaining how she makes this special sauce for Brennan. And it's yeah. like... It's it's a quite like she even talks through like what it is. Yeah, like, well I don't remember no, that. No, because normally he's just like no this is smart and he just keeps piling it on. No, I think there is a little talk. No, hang on, I'm not sure. No, I think there is a little a... talk of special sauce. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it's like do you want ketchup? Special sauce, <laughs> and I don't think she goes into detail about it. Oh my god. So actually, yeah, if there is an extended cut or director's cut, let us know, because we need that in our lives, honestly. Step Brothers, one of my faves, like, comedy films. It's amazing. Okay, I'm going to go throwback. Toy Story. <sighs> you Got a Friend in Me, Randy what? Newman. I forgot about the whole... I love Toy Story, and I cannot wait for the new one. I cannot wait either. The new one. It's going to be that... amazing. And that um, song is just... Doesn't it just make you smile when you hear and it? And it's one of the rare group of films series of films where I think they've got better as they've gone on rather than like my favourite one is the third one my favourite's the second one I love the third one so my next one is you spoke about it earlier on it's one that I've spoken about before it's Star Trek um, and Sabotage yes because that bit for me is just everything so it's star trek beyond Mm -hmm. and it's basically they're just about to go and kick some flipping ass Mm -hmm. and the girl has got a stereo in in the ship that they're about to go and kick ass in and it's just amazing okay you gotta go footloose yep kenny loggins footloose because again it's just iconic and it makes you want to dance you just know where it's from whenever it comes on when i'm out i love that song romeo and juliet (gasps) Loveful. Yes, I've got that on my list. Literally every time I hear that, yeah. I'm I all I can think of is that. And I'm like, oh Leo. <laughs> Leo. So beautiful. It is beautiful. Donnie Darko. Oh shit. Mad World. Why did I forget Gary about this? Jules. 
That was such a good film. Loads of people don't like it, you know. Ian hates it. He thinks it's weird, but then he doesn't like alternative kind of films. (laughs) Alternative films. I love a film that's a bit weird. It just is, I think, because it's one of those films that kind of at the end you don't, it doesn't really sum it up for you. You You kind of take away your own. So you're sort of like, I have no idea what just happened. Yeah. I don't really know what happens, but I really like it. And that song, even though it's a cover, it just, it just is so like haunting and it just literally, Mm. yeah. It just I think it's perfect for that end oh, kind of scene. Yeah. Romeo must die. Try again. Mm. <laughs> Can't even I mean that whole soundtrack for that. You that I remember I you having that soundtrack. And listening to it yep. a lot. Like yes. I still listen to it now because that's got some good songs on I it. I just can like picture the album cover because yeah. I know you had it. Because mm-hmm. I always looked at it and I was like, oh. I don't know what that is because I was too young. <laughs> you were too young. And you had the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack too, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. It had two CDs. Yeah. One was of popular music and one was of classical. Oh. The, the score of the, the film, actual score. Which I enjoyed. I used to listen to it to help me get to sleep. Nice. Okay, Eight Mile. Oh, Lose someone. Yourself, yeah. Eminem. Bomb. I Mom agree. Spaghetti. With that one. <laughs> That's everybody loves that on the internet. I, just, I love that film generally. That I haven't seen it in so long, but it's such a good film. It is a brilliant film. And Brittany Murphy. Oh, oh rest in peace. Uh, wedding singer. Do you really want to hurt me? <laughs> Do you really <laughs> want to hurt me? But there are so many songs from that film that literally, when I hear them, I think wedding singer. Ninety nine red balloons. Yeah. Wedding singer. I, I don't want to go on because I don't want to make the playlist just a wedding singer playlist. All of them. No. Um, okay, Back to the Future, Power of Love, Huey Lewis and the News. No, it's not that one. It's not that song. What are you singing? You just sing The Power of Love, as in The Power of Love. No, I can't even think how it goes now because that's all I can (laughs) sing. I'm sorry, I just went into that song. The Power of Love. Do, 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 do. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. But yeah, again, like Back to the Future, that song, you always, you're like, yes, yeah. American Pie the Wedding, Maniac. Oh, oh my God. It's a maniac, maniac. I love that scene. That dance off scene is one of my most favourites. Oh, brilliant. The stiffler, isn't it? Stiffmeister. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Goonies. Mm-hmm. The Goonies are good enough. Cindy Lauper nice. actually plays in the movie as well. Yeah, when um he's getting tied to the chair when they're running off, I love it. Oh, the Goonies, it's like classic. Live and let die. Live and let die. <laughs> Who sings it? Paul McCartney and the Eagles. <laughs> Look at you testing me here. I'm like, I know this. I know it. I've I, got it written the down. The reason for me, so not so much because it makes me. It does make me think of the film. But also it reminds me of my nan. Mm. She used to play it quite loud in the car. Yeah. Mm. Which, is also, which also leads me to another song, which okay. I haven't written down, but I'm going to say. Yeah. Which is um, from, it's Cher, who isn't one of my favourite people mm. in the world, but the Shoop Shoop song. Yeah. Which is in the film Mermaids. And that, again, isn't because of the film particularly, but more because it reminds me of singing it. At my grounds, we put on a little show and sang it. 
Okay, you gotta go Rocky Three. <laughs> Eye of the Tiger, Survivor. Boom, 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 boom. What? I haven't got it written down. It's I just one of the it's kind just of, one of those stereotypical iconic. ones. Yeah. I, it's, do you know, I know I've said it to you before and it upsets Ian quite a lot, but I don't really like the Rocky films. But you like Creed, though. I haven't seen Creed. What? Yeah. Watch it. <laughs> what? Yeah, watch it. What? It's got Michael B. Jordan in it. Come on, oh, no. you love him. And that is why I should watch it. He's beautiful. Um, so my next one is... Oh, where am I on my list? Cadillac Records at last. You love that film. I do love that film. That film is about Motown music and the birth of it and it coming... Like, all the first kind of hard hitters. So that is Beyonce playing Etta James, singing that song. Just... For me, that is the film mm-hmm. because it's quite near the end and the scene is iconic. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really good. Definitely worth seeing if you've not seen that film. Okay. There you go. Next one, Purple Rain, When Doves Cry, Prince. But also, that song does remind me again of Romeo and Juliet because they sing that. Yes, they do. When Doves Cry. It's beautiful. The choir boy sings it, doesn't they? And we, yeah, we've cool. talked about our love for Prince many we a time. have. So super bad and echoes, <laughs> which we had a conversation about earlier on. I mean, I love the music in Super Bad is hilarious. Anyway, that film is just like amazing. That film, all of the music feels like it's out of place because it's like it's a modern film, but, but all the like music kind is of like seventies shaft. Yeah, yeah, and it, but that song isn't. That's more of an indie kind of. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's more indie. It's very indie. It's really good. I. I love that song and it's also the theme to Misfits which is a programme that we love I know that's not a movie but well yeah it's a, it was a um, I mean, show over here maybe that's another episode oh TV shows oh theme tunes oh. <gasps> but anyway yeah banked okay so this is a bit of a haunting one so have you ever seen Watchmen it's sort of like oh. superheroes but very like dark it was like based on a graphic novel I think I started watching it I didn't get all the way through it's a very good movie but it um, has uh, a Bob Dylan song. The times are okay. changing. Um, my next one is Mean Girls. God is a DJ. <laughs> God is a DJ. DJ. Love is a dance floor. Love is a river. Something. Anyway, it's pink. And it's at the end. when we couldn't do the most iconic one. We couldn't do the most iconic song because it's too It's a Christmas song. Stop it. Did you notice that I didn't put the Christmas song on the last playlist? Yeah. Did that on purpose because that has no She's place. Rude. She's all that. Oh. <laughs> Kiss me, sixpence, none the wiser. And I know you don't like none this song. None the richer. None the richer. Sorry. <laughs> Dangerous Minds, the song Gangsters Paradise. Yeah, that's iconic. again very iconic. Absolutely iconic. And the music video film. is the is the film. Yeah. Michelle Fife's getting all down with a bad self. The Queen. Um, okay. Top Gun. Again, Kenny Loggins. you got to go Danger Zone. Yeah. Again, classic. Um, Brown Sugar, which is not a film that many people really know when I talk about it. No, but again, um, I know it because of you. I love that film. That's a song about love and hip-hop. <laughs> Two of my favourite things. Um, and so the song is I Used to Love Her which is by Common mm-hmm. it's not on the soundtrack which I always find really weird because they talk about it and they even wrap a bit of it in the film yeah 
that song in itself is immense anyway. Um, because what do you know this song? Um, I probably know it. The reason that song is immense is because it sounds like he's talking about a woman all the way through, and mm. he's not. He's talking about hip hop, and yeah. it's very clever the way the way he does it. Mm. And I think Common for me is one of those I can't like. Well, you've spoken about rappers. his voice as I, well. I love his voice. I, I just think love I like his face too. I like you know? his face. But Evie really upset me the other day. You know, he does those adverts about yeah. AI from yeah. Microsoft. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I hate this advert. His voice annoys me. And I was like, <gasps> shut your filthy mouth. Excuse me, that's it. Now go to, to your room. <laughs> go no. to your room. <laughs> I don't want to see your face until you've Googled common. Stop it. Got to know your mistake. Made that was my last one. My last one is Reservoir Dogs hmm. Stuck in the Middle. Nice. With you, I think, as long yeah. as... It just, uh, again, that scene is just so brutal. He's cutting, like, someone's ear off and then he's singing along to Stuck in the Middle with you. And it just contrasts it. It's so messed up, but it works so well. And it really is just iconic of that film. Yeah. Brilliant. Tarantino, he's very good with his... good with his music. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, can we talk about one more? I want to add one more. And that is from the film Step Up (laughs) 2, The Streets. (laughs) Step into the streets. That's my favourite one. <laughs> That's everyone's favourite. Surely. I don't think so. I think my favourite Everyone's really favourite step one. up. What? Yeah. No, the second one's the best one. Second one is the best one. Um, and that is um Apple Bottom Jeans, obs. Um, low. Low. That's what it's called. Oh, I call it Apple Bottom Jeans. It's called Low, but everyone calls it Apple Bottom Jeans. It is in the second one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's that was the main song for it. Mm. At bottom jeans, boots <laughs> with the fur, with the fur. The whole club was looking at her. She hit the floor. Next thing you know, Shelly got low, 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 low. low. Iconic. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. Film iconic. <laughs> oh, actually, though, that takes me to another one. Oh, I love a dance film. Mm. Save the last dance. Yeah. When he's teaching her, and they do the uh, they do um to Method Man and Red Man, to Rock Wilder. <laughs> it's that really short bit and Murder She Wrote also in that. In that film. <laughs> okay. I've just, just got really like, carried oh, away. Epiphanies like oh no. I know. Oh, and My Girl, My Girl, which is what I thought of when you were talking about Stand By Me earlier on. Mm. And I haven't written down, but My Girl from My Girl. Such a sad film. My Girl. Talking about My Girl. My Girl. girl. <laughs> I love it. Literally, just... Two of our favourite things. I love it anyway, so much. should probably stop talking. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, movies, music, my faves, I love it. It just makes me so happy, you know? <laughs> when you just, I don't know, when you're watching a film and you just hear a song and you're like, oh, my God. I love this song. This is so good. Yeah, every time. And that'll always be one of the, like, discussions, like, The Hangover. Mm. I think the soundtrack to The Hangover is brilliant. Like, some of the songs in that film I just, what is the one when they're on the roof? That's a Flow Rider song, isn't it? You spin my hair oh, right, for God's round, sake. right round, like a record. Because they're on the roof, aren't they? They just have the the roofies on the, the roofies. roof. The roofies on the roof. That they don't know about. Yeah. 
and the next thing you know they've woken up and it's all carnage good film <laughs> I haven't seen it in so long <laughs> it's so good I feel like I need to watch it now that, but that has happened to me all throughout making this list thinking about all the mm. songs that all, all the films that I haven't seen in ages like Superbad I have not seen in no, ages no. I started watching it this morning because I was just like it's so yes. good it's one of my most loving 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 we're blood brothers for sake or like the first bit when he's talking about what um, porn subscription he wants mm-hmm. he's like the thing with perfect head is there's no dick going into the bag <laughs> which is a big concern and I'm just like why is that a big concern a big concern in life just, it's just teen boys isn't it it's brilliant I love it I love Emma Stone also I yeah I so know good. Um, but you can follow us on all social medias so we're on Facebook Instagram Twitter yeah at pump up the jam pod our email is yeah. pump up the jam podcast i think it is pod oh, no i think I it actually know. is pod what is podcast then something's podcast no i think it is pod but it's our spotify podcast yeah <laughs> okay so you can email us you can also email us at pump up the jam pod at gmail.com yep you can i don't know send in recommendations we can yep. be your little agony aunts yep. and yeah we every episode we make a spotify a playlist accompanying the episode so basically obviously all the songs that we have spoken about you can find it in that one place yeah um kind of go listen to it so you know what we're actually blabbering on about (laughs) rather than not having any idea hopefully it will give you some insight into some things that you haven't heard we'll we'll do the listening for you or if you think that there's something we should be listening to that we've not mentioned yeah let us know or you know if we've missed like iconic movie scenes which i'm sure we have probably because there's so many we didn't do a lot of the more obvious ones yeah mainly because they were obvious we were being a bit hipster about it hipsters you know (laughs) but yeah let us know if there's like some like really cool ones that we've like maybe missed which i'm sure we have probably that is fine yeah just let us know but anyway thanks very much for listening we appreciate you love you lots listener see you later (laughs) cheers Bye. bye